Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli with another episode of Multiple Voices. My Multiple Voices podcast, true to its name, includes different series. For example, we have the Voices of Love, where we discuss relationships, the voice of empowerment, the voice of laughter and play, the voice of pleasure, and the magical voice of archetypes and how they change the way we live. But we also have the voice of memory that includes everything from history to discussions of past life regression. There's also writing voices where we interview both seasoned writers and authors who have just started getting their feet wet with writing and we learn what can work for you as potential writers. Our series called Voice of the Spirit discusses different forms of spirituality and religion. And then Channeling Voices is a series that covers what happens when you channel, but is also extended to mediumship. Take a moment to review this podcast if you've enjoyed listening, and leave a hearty five stars. I'd appreciate it. Enjoy your listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's Claudia Monicelli here with another episode of my podcast, Multiple Voices. And today, as you can see, I have another guest. And... This is uh, Nathaniel Novosel, and Nathaniel's talking to us now from Myrtle Beach. Hi, Nathaniel. Say hello to the audience. Hey, it's great to speak with you, and thank you all for listening. Good. I'm glad to have you here. Just let me briefly tell you a little bit about him. He's a professional researcher, and I love to read that. A professional researcher and advisor with over 20 years of experience studying individual and group behavior. Um, so sort of like a social, social sociologist in many respects, right, Nathaniel? Uh, evolutionary psychology is my personal passion. Uh, organizational uh, leadership uh, and psychology are my okay. professional credentials, okay. yeah. Okay, so over that time, he has researched psychology, evolutionary biology, organizational best practices, leadership, decision-making, and going on and on and on. But I don't want to say that because he'll have plenty to talk about. Now, he spent much of his career using the insights from his research to help world-leading executives solve their most pressing organizational challenges. Um, Now, you know, I I have to say this, and I'd like to lead with this. Um, You're an author, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And the title of your book is? The Meaning of Life, A Guide to Finding Your Life's Purpose. Okay. Now, them's Big words, right? (laughs) The meaning of life. I mean, I would imagine it's a tome. I mean, it's, you know, 5,000 pages, the meaning of life. And from the outside, you know, what is the meaning of life? What kind of school of thought, you know? So um, we're going to first talk a little about a little bit of other topics and we'll lead into the book, which is probably the result of your research and your practice, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay, so um, let's see. Uh, We cannot address the elephant in the room, the meaning of life. But my first question is, when you're a relatively young guy, I mean, I used to, I I would say, um, you're too young to know the meaning of life, right? (laughs) When did it dawn on you to, to start saying or writing a book about the meaning of life? When was it or what occurred in your life that brought you to do that? 
Sure. So yes, I, I am relatively young. I'm not like 70 or anything, but um, I started asking the question when I was six. So I've okay. been thinking about it for over 30 years. Oh, long time. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, and the impetus for it was um, my, my father disappeared in the middle of the night when I was five. Yeah. Uh, we've heard from him six months later that he moved to California and cool. started a new life and everything. Uh, and then he wanted to see um, my, my brother and myself. Uh, so we went out there uh, the following year. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't remember how I felt when he disappeared. I was just too young. You know, five is when you start to form memories. Right, sure, so I don't know. But I do remember when I went out there, we went out there for three weeks and two days. I'll never forget that amount of time. <laughs> uh, and then we flew back. Uh, when I flew out, it's the first, it would have been the first time I ever left my mother. So I cried and cried and cried. But so then was I, it the you know, first time you ever flew on a plane? Probably. Yeah. Not likely. Um, yeah. so I, uh, so yeah, so that was, um, uh, that was sad, but then I, you know, we had fun and I saw my father sure. and my, my stepmother's actually really, really nice. And, um, so then when I flew back though, that first night, um, in my bed in the darkness without my father, again, it felt like someone yeah. ripped my heart out of my chest and uh -huh. I just, and I, I just felt empty and miserable and hopeless and like everything in the world just sucked. And, and, uh, I asked myself, I said, well, what's the point of all this? If we're going to suffer like this. Cause I was feeling excruciating pain. Yeah. And I have a part of my brain, I jokingly call it like, you know, the, the robot brain, uh, part of my brain. <laughs> and it was just like, that's a fascinating question. I wonder if you can answer it. And meanwhile, you know, I'm a, I'm a six-year-old, I'm crying my eyes out, but my brain is like processing that going, hey, that's, that, that's an interesting question. I wonder if you can answer it. And so uh, I studied uh, every book I could get my hands on that talked about understanding how the world worked, how humans worked, uh, what the meaning of life was, all these other things. So I studied psychology, you know, biology, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, business, all these other uh, things. And, um, you know, 20 years later, uh, fast forward, I was leaving a, my company mm -hmm. to go to a different one. And I was wondering what information I'm going to impart on them. And I said, well, I've been studying this stuff for like 20 years. <laughs> How, what, what would I say uh, to, if I had to give some sort of cool inspirational speech? Okay, stop, stop, stop. So that, that was the, <laughs> Okay, yeah. you fast forwarded a bit too much because yeah. you said I was leaving my country. Now, you did mention yeah. business, okay? From yeah. the five and six years old, six year old, you went into business. I thought, wait, well, what does the business have to do with the psychology? Why did he put in business and why, you know? So, so what brought you to a corporate world, business world what kind of business uh yeah so i uh, i in my professional life i advise uh, executives uh to help them solve their biggest challenges okay um, sure and sure but this is after the fact after the studying right yes yeah, studying i went into business i mean it's not an an interesting story i just went oh, in there on. because <laughs> i didn't know what i wanted to do with my life i you know i studying okay. all this trying to figure out how things work still don't understand okay what what am i supposed to do now that's why a lot of people search for the meaning of life oh, like, come what, on, what am i supposed to do with my life nathaniel you've heard the the expression <laughs> um i haven't found the woman yeah. of my life. So I'm having fun with all of the wrong ones, you know? <laughs> and so this is what's happened to you, right? Yeah. So, so I went into, I went into management at first. Uh, okay. And then uh, because it was the most generic thing possible. And then I went into finance because you had to have a high GPA and I wanted to show how smart I was. Okay. So I graduated in finance, but at my last semester, I actually could have graduated in three years. I took so many credits per semester because uh -huh. I would just like be busy and be productive. And um, so I was like, oh, well, you know, I still have one. I had, I had one class to take in, in, yeah. um, in finance to graduate. So I took a whole, all my other classes were psychology. 
and I and I I I got a 4.0 in my psychology oh, okay, because okay. I had so already known got, everything. I knew all this, the answers. We've got this 6-year-old <laughs> who's growing really really fast and he wanted to make money somehow and he thought that maybe the money would come with something boring. <laughs> you know, and I I'm thinking, you know, I'm I'm speculating here. Um yeah. now there's a line that's drawn some magical way between what you're talking about now and what you've written about and yeah. it has there is a link a spiritual link there because it was the six-year-old boy but it was his soul talking right his soul was thinking oh there's got to be more you know um so now at what time um did you set you did you specifically think that the idea of coaching uh, having giving some form of consultant uh, consultancy to men or women in a corporate situation or in a business situation the kind of things that you wrote about the meaning of life mm -hmm. what was it that made you link those two together and then ultimately do the jobs that you're doing now the, the uh, counseling yeah so your audience will like my story and how i fell into the organizational best practices okay um, so i graduated as i mentioned i graduated i could have graduated in three years i graduated in three and a half um, right. so i graduated a semester early was not expecting to do it mm -hmm. so i just put my my resume on career builder wasn't very good i had a finance degree i didn't know what to do with it mm -hmm. and i just sat around and didn't worry about it too much for a couple months and then i right. did get a random call from I'll never forget young Eile was her name and she said hey you know this is the the, the company that I, I joined back then was called the corporate executive board it got acquired so it doesn't exist anymore yeah. uh and um I said yeah sure I, you know, I don't have to do anything and sure. I fell into this job where I did research and nah. I, I, it turned out I was really good at it <laughs> yeah um and then I gave advice based on that research on the findings mm -hmm. and I just took to us like oh this is amazing I I all I do all day is at first I was like oh I don't know what I want to do I don't oh, know wait 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 do. no no wait 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 I mean research is yeah. just, is is very wide ranging right so how yeah. did you pinpoint what area yeah want? so um it, no it was it was complete luck i mean they they hired me uh and I, i'll never forget they said brooke referred you and i said yeah brooke yeah i have no idea who brooke is so if you if your audience wants to think oh brooke was god and they and it brought me into the research i'm fine with that because yeah. that's very possible okay <laughs> i do not deny that because i never found out who brooke was i try i uh -huh. as soon as i joined i try to find out who's brooke was your guardian angel okay you got a 500 referral bonus if you <laughs> refer so so like hey i want my like free lunch or whatever for getting you making 500 bucks but uh, anyway so uh yeah so uh, i went into that and i did it for seven years and i was always going to go to like business school or do this or what, that, what just years are we talking about nathaniel hmm? what, years are, what years oh, are we talking um, about so that was my 21 to 28 or 9 ish um so 20? that was uh, the okay. that, that was my that was that was my how old i was uh that the time was uh 2003 to okay. 2010 ish okay um, but I did, I finally woke up one day and said, okay, you know, Nate, you just got to decide something. Like, uh -huh. what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, well, what do I like doing? What am I good at? And I was like, well, you know, I like to learn. I like to teach. And then uh -huh. it just, it just dawned on me that I was literally doing that exact thing in my job. Okay. So, you know, I, t I, I have the chapter, um, I wrote in a uh, part of a multi-author book and I wrote how to, um, how to love what you do in your job. Mm -hmm. And I joked that it's like, I, 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 it took me seven years to realize I liked what I did. So, mm -hmm. you know, here's how to, how to figure that out. Um, but yeah, that's how it all came to be. And it was like, well, I love research and I love advisory. 
Um, but I want to do something. I was I was advising like CIOs and, and uh-huh. uh, uh, heads of enterprise architecture and applications, basically IT. Um, I, I advised for financial services leaders uh, years and years before, um, and now I do uh, data analytics leaders. But um, but yeah, so uh, I was like, you know, this is all interesting stuff, but I'm interested in it because I like to solve problems and I like to help people okay. solve problems. Stop. So that was all I cared about. Stop, <laughs> Stop. time out. Yeah. Okay, now we're talking about you finding a purpose right? Something you really liked and you really were good at it. It couldn't be the wrong thing to do, right? Mm -hmm. So you um, typically, of course, when I speak to guests, I have them fill out a a questionnaire just to give me a feel Mm -hmm. of what they're, you know, like. And and Mm -hmm. in that questionnaire, you listed uh, a topic called injecting your life with more purpose. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hold you to that now. And um, how, what angle do you take with that notion of injecting your life with more purpose? How do you sure. go about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, it depends what, if you mean like your work or if you mean your personal life or if you mean all well, of it. I'm talking about uh, a person comes to you, all right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure there's so many, they're, they're not only men, there are mm-hmm. women as well, right? Yeah, most, most uh, uh, people who go into self-help are looking for help are women, yeah. Okay, so if they're going, you, you said self-help, is is that what you're working with? I, I mean, I don't like the term. I prefer um, uh, psychology and philosophy. But uh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. What I mean is, self help means that I'm part of a group, and somebody coordinates the group, and I the takeaways are takeaways that I myself take away. And so, when you say advisory or counseling, I'm wondering if you see persons one on one or not. Um, no, I, I, I don't. I mean, I could, but, um, you know, I have my full-time job and then I write my personal time. So it's, I spend all my time writing blogs and books uh-huh. and even doing videos now. So, um, I don't really have much time uh, for that. And I also don't do it, uh, for, uh, for, for money. I don't, I don't, okay. <laughs> I don't think I've made okay. money yet, but yet. So it's well, not usually really that. things that we do for free are the most interesting. That's my yeah. experience anyway. Okay. Sure. So, so let's say that, um, you have a group, uh, who, who is sort of like, a my, uh, like-minded uh, group mm-hmm. say there it's a mixed group men and women who have reached a per, per, you know a position in their life a place in sure. their life where they're just dissatisfied there's nothing else more descriptive about their feeling and so you have you're leading this group and um you're wanting to inject you know telling them or guiding them on how to inject more purpose into their mm-hmm. more their life with more purpose. How would you go about that? Um, well, you know, I, I won't talk about the book because you want to lead into it. But yeah, well, no, we, this pre- is part of the book. Of it if it's part of the book, is, no problem. Yeah, well, the the thing that I realized when I was trying to give that you know mythical speech of what I would do when I left my company is that I started to identify. I said, well, what would you have to know and understand? to be successful that's what it started as and i was like well you need desire and belief and da, da, da. so i was going through this list i was like oh this is interesting but i said well what's the point of it all like what's what's the point what why do you need all of this stuff and what are you trying to do and then it just it hit me growth 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 was a point like that was it and then eventually i started realizing, oh my god you know growth is the meaning of life that is the meaning of life so the spoiler alert everyone that's the wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute now no, wait wait wait, wait. I'm the that's devil's what advocate. you need to do that's the devil's advocate in me 
Growth yeah, yeah. is the meaning of life. That you know, um, that's loaded for me uh, uh, um, as a therapist, as any kind of person. So, uh, yeah. growth. I mean, how much can you grow, right? I mean, uh, let's say that I'm at peace. I'm a Zen mm-hmm. person, okay? Yeah. And I know that if I want pleasure in my life, it's something you work for. You work constantly at having, mm-hmm. you know, your that Zen character has to is constantly working for it, right? Um, Now, when you say that growth, and I guess you can Mm -hmm. equate that with growth, but I don't, I can't see, maybe you can enlighten me how growth is the purpose of life. Yeah, well, uh, you have to dissect it um, logically and scientifically as to how what you could actually prove. At least that's why the way I, I came mm-hmm. at it because I did, I wanted to be able to uh, for atheists to read it and go, oh yeah, that's right. And I wanted someone who's spiritual or or uh, religious to say, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I wanted uh-huh. to be able to to have it be universal. Um, and um, and you mentioned so like what would you do if you were with a group of people? I would tell them yeah. to you know seek growth opportunities, identify growth opportunities. That's a short answer to your previous question. But to this question about why is it the purpose? Um, there are a bunch of definitions of what people mean as the meaning of life, right? And right. you got to watch out because people equivocate, right? They move the goalposts, right? So it's like, you say the point of life is growth. And they're like, no, 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 I don't mean that. I mean, the meaning is in the point. So they change the definition. So you got to define your terms. Mm-hmm. So there are a bunch of definitions for the meaning of life, right? The biggest one everyone thinks of is the goal of life. But that's not a provable thing because goals are subjective. You decide yourself what you want your goal to be. So that, that you can't objectively define the meaning of life through the goal. Uh, the other one is like, well, what's the right way to live? You know, the best way to live. The Greek philosophers did that a lot. Talk about like, what's the best way to live? And uh, those are ethics. And you can't determine what the optimal ethics are unless you understand the goal. So those are also subjective. So it's like, you can't do that either. So those are out. So what's left? There are three that are actually objective. So there's the definition of life. Uh, Because that's the meaning as in the definition. There's the um, purpose of life, what every every, um, organism is trying to do. And then there's the what makes life significant. So meaning is in significance, right? Okay. Those are objectively provable. Go through those. One, two, three. If you don't those mind. are objectively provable. So if you look up the definition of life, you cannot define life without the word growth. It's in the definition every time. The capacity for growth is literally in the definition of life. You cannot define it without it. So it's part of its life's definition. It's the meaning of life. Second, the um, it's not. Purpose. You just said the meaning of life is growth. The meaning but is in the definition. If you definition. look at life, they'll have growth. Those are two different things there. Okay, this is life. the advocate, the devil's advocate here in me. So uh, uh, what is life? You know, we get what life is. And I fail to see where the word growth would come in life. Unless you extend it to the meaning of life, then I could see where you would find growth in all of the definitions. Yes. Is that, you know, have I clarified that? Because you were saying- No, if you say, if you look up the word life, just type in life in 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 a dictionary, it will say- it, it is, uh, you know, the capacity for growth will be in there. Like literally okay. they cannot, you cannot define life without the capacity for growth. Like okay. that is, that is what's in there. It okay. is part of its definition. Okay. Um, but then the purpose, yeah. uh, what every uh, organism intends to do, well, we all know what are our basic biological drives. And this, this is universal. This isn't just for human okay, beings. Okay, go this through them for, for, for our Earth. listeners. Go, go through those. Well, let's start with humans. I, I don't want to bore people with single-celled organisms, but they do uh, grow and that's their purpose. Uh, so humans, you know, what are your basic biological drives? You want to eat, you want to sleep, you want to have sex, you want to drink, you want to, you want to seek uh, you know, safety and shelter. So and wait, so wait, wait, wait. Now let's, if we yeah. change those words, 
there's pleasure, uh, we could say growth, there's survival, right? Yeah. And, and so, so those are more, let's say, um, textbook meanings. All right, go on. Yeah. So, yeah, and we can go classic psychology with Freud. They say seek pleasure, avoid pain. But what is causing the pleasure and what is causing the pain? You have to go back one layer. Well, what's causing the pleasure is some sort of growth enabling activity. And what's causing uh, uh, pain is some sort of harmful activity. So growth and harm are the basic of all life on earth. For human beings, you have sex to reproduce. You eat to grow bigger. You, you, know, you, you drink to survive. And survival is just not dying, not being harmed. So mm-hmm. that's just the opposite of growth. So it's this, it's so, just so it's just the same point. Take a, a, take a step back a second. Sure. Um, we said, uh, you know, you're leading this group and um, mm-hmm. injecting life with sure. more purpose, right? So this more purpose, what, mm-hmm. what is that inject? What's in that, you know, that uh, injection there? <laughs> it was, because these are the definitions, right? What would yeah. you need to tell someone or to suggest someone or get information from someone to then be able to advise them is what would you usually work with with them yeah so the 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 book has eight components and in the back of each chapter because the eight chapters eight components the back of each chapter has a list of questions and then exercises to help you uh, apply each concept to inject your life with more meaning. So okay, give me, basically give me an example. Give me an example. Well, I'll, 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 let's, I'll just give you all eight real fast in succession, okay, just okay. short sentences, and then we can all go right. down deeper. So step one would be to identify growth areas, okay. areas where you want to improve. Okay, where you want, your okay. Second, well, we'll get to that in a second, but yeah. Second is then to identify the experiences that you could have to grow in those areas. I say that again, because that's a little nebulous for me. Identify experiences you could have to grow in those good. areas. Where you so if I want to, so if I want to learn, I go to school. That's my experience, right? You or could go. If I want to yeah. learn, I could have someone teach me something, right? Okay. Or get a mentor or tutor, right? Uh-huh. So experiences, experiences are the medium through which uh, growth occurs. Okay. Um, so then the 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 third one is desire. So you have to build desire for the growth areas, right? Because like if you want to, just to, I live in Myrtle Beach. If you want a beautiful beach body. It's like, well, I want the beach body, but I don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> so okay. you have to build the desire for both the outcome and then build the desire for the things that will get you that outcome. Okay. Because um, if you don't have the desire, you won't be motivated to do it. Or the motivation, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, then you need to build the belief so that it doesn't squelch your desire. All right. Now, um, get, so, this, is, this is a strong notion. You have to build the belief. Okay. So yeah. tell us about that. What do you mean by belief? Yeah. So um, belief is just anything you assume to be true. Uh, that's the definition of a belief. And a subset of that belief is knowledge. Give me an example of a real to, person to doing yeah. that, if you can, or sure. you yourself, um, or make so, it up, you know? So, that. so yeah. No, so like, um, so I go to my kitchen and I open my fridge. So why am I doing that? I do that because I want to eat. That's the desire part. And then I believe that the fridge has food that I can consume. If I did not believe that the fridge had food I consume, I wouldn't go there. I'd go out to the store to get food and then put it in the fridge, right? Okay. Okay. And if I didn't want to eat, I wouldn't go to the kitchen because I wouldn't be hungry. So it's desire and belief combined that gets you an outcome because it, it drives you toward it. And then the belief, like if I really, really wanted to eat, even if I wanted to eat more than anything else in the world, but I believed, even if there was food, let's say there was food, it was stacked with food, yeah. but I didn't believe it was there. Would I yeah. go to the fridge? 
it's there that reality says that the fridge is full yeah. of food, but my belief says it's not. So I don't okay. go to the fridge. Okay. So it doesn't matter what's real. It matters what you believe. And that's what's right. amazing to people. It freaks people out because they're like, no, it doesn't matter what's what you believe. It matters what's real. Like, no, it doesn't matter what's real. It matters what you believe. So we're at number four or five. Real. That's four. Okay. Uh, five is emotions. Um, this is the biggest uh, hot take I have in, in the book which is uh, happiness is not the meaning of life, subjectively not. And he, you can prove it. In fact, I'll, we'll do it with you. So what's the purpose of uh, going to school? Sorry? What's the, what's the purpose of going to school? You want me to tell you? Yeah, just-, just Well, just there are many purposes. One, to make your parents happy. Uh, <laughs> that is what why I'm on the list of many students that go to school. That's, you know, I have to say that it's number one. Uh, objectively, I would say if the student is older and more mature, they would go to learn, you know? Yeah, to, to learn, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, so you go to school to learn, right? Right. But notice what you didn't say. You didn't say, oh, you go to school to get an A. Well, why didn't you say you go to school to get an A? Isn't because that the point? Because I'm not interested in that. <laughs> yes, exactly. And happiness, uh, an A is an indicator that you have learned, right? It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, you could cheat and then still get yeah. the A. So happiness is the same thing. Happiness is a is feedback to you saying, hey, you're doing growth enabling things. But just like the A, you can hack it. You can do drugs. You can have promiscuous yeah, sex. You can do yeah, all these I'm things not, I don't agree that can make you happy. you completely on this, but let's go on. Let's go on. Go ahead. Yeah. So, but you can, you could cheat to get an A and you can cheat to, to feel pleasure. Sure. sure. And that doesn't necessarily mean you're fulfilled. And that's why the, the pleasure and fulfillment thing is what trips a lot of people up. So that's why they say, oh, the meaning of life is to be happy. So then they go and they try to seek the next high and then they're not really feeling Look, fulfilled. Look, I'm going like, to throw you a curveball. I'm going to throw you a curveball. So you got go to get into number eight fast because I'm going <laughs> no, to ask you another question. No, please, please. Sorry, so now I, we're on five. No problem with pushback. Oh, no. Yeah, five. Okay, now let's get to six. Okay, so six is uh, ethics. So okay. you have to find the optimal way to get to that outcome. And ethics are rules you follow to attain optimal or maximum growth okay. uh, with minimal harm to others yeah. while you're okay. doing it for yourself. Okay. Um, so that's that's what I'd recommend to find Thanks. what the right ethics are. Mm -hmm. uh, support is number seven, and you get others' help uh, to uh, support, attain better outcomes. Uh, support in the sense of others helping? Uh, well, I use the word support and not... Um, there are two other words you probably think, well, why don't you use cooperation? Well, cooperation requires both ethics and support. So I didn't want to call it a compound yeah. term. And then the other one is, well, I want to call it like resources or something. I don't know. Uh -huh. um, okay. um, uh, or help or something, but support, you can get support from, from people. You can also get support from anything, right? Okay. Like you might have a dog that's emotional. Outside, outside support. Yeah. That, so that, I use support. Yeah. You could climb a ladder and it'll get you higher mm -hmm. than if you were okay. jumping, you know? So sure. I use support to be general about it. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last one is choice. And okay. at the end of the day, uh, everything you do in life is a choice. Uh, you choose to do it or not. And those choices uh, shape your destiny. And if you don't have the ability to choose, uh, it takes away a lot of the meaning. We can talk about okay. that later, but those are the eight things. Okay. Yeah. So if, if you ask me how to engage with someone, I would go through those and help them uh -huh. identify growth areas and experiences okay. and build desire, okay. et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Um, now, another, because you mentioned the role of faith and belief in meaning, yeah. right? Now, let's talk about that. Uh, uh, let's talk about that, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, yeah. The role of belief and faith and meaning for a person. Mm -hmm. Sure. 
do you want me to ask you any more questions? <laughs> oh, I, I can just talk about it if you'd like, or if yeah, 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 yeah. Thing you want me yeah. to? Okay, yeah. So um, there's an interesting thing about belief. I tried to come to some sort of definitive conclusion, but unfortunately, that's one of the mysteries that I, you know I couldn't answer in the book, which right. is what what's the line between uh, believing in reality, what's real, so that you don't jump off a cliff and flap your arms thinking you can fly and die, yeah, and believing that. Um, anything is possible in the future so that you can maximize your potential. I, I don't know where the line is. Uh, I, I just say that is the, li the line, the best, the line is, I can best describe it is believe in reality so you don't hurt yourself, uh, believe in what's possible so you don't limit yourself. Well, that's, I'm, that's I'm thinking that the belief is one thing because you put a slash, you know, the role of belief, faith mm -hmm. in meaning. I mean, those are two different things, belief and faith. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, um, the what I came to the conclusion, what I what I loved about uh, is my the biggest uh, personal uh, realization I had writing the book was the belief chapter, because um, I went I, I was raised a uh, Methodist and then Catholic, um, and then I kind of became a atheist and was kind of like on the borderline of like the what they call new atheism, which is not I, I personally don't recommend because it's they're kind of just jerks about it. But <laughs> but the, um, but uh, I actually when I wrote the belief chapter, there's something you absolutely need to have. You need to have faith. And what is faith defined as? Faith is defined as uh, the belief in the potential for a positive outcome without or despite evidence. You have to have that. Okay. You now can, why? I can get hit by a bus tomorrow. So why, why am I not why living as if I'm going to get hit by a bus? That? Why? Because otherwise you wouldn't do anything. If you didn't believe that the future, your future was positive, you would just, I mean, forgive me for being so blunt, but if you didn't believe that your future was going to get any better, you'd kill yourself. That's mm -hmm. simple. Okay. I mean, so the, that, that's why you need the belief. Um, so because you life need is, to have faith. Yeah, you have to have faith. I'm not saying you have to have faith in a, in a God, although if, if folks listening, that's how they get their faith. I actually write, and someone misinterpreted it, but I wrote, God is one of the greatest sources of, of, of faith because if you don't believe in yourself, uh, if you're feel times you don't believe in yourself, you can believe in, in something or someone. And someone took that as like, oh, that's not the only reason why people believe. I'm like, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying it's a great <laughs> way to sustain your faith okay, is to believe so, so let me in ask something you else. This, this makes, brings me to ask you this question. Yeah. Um, as Because of the work that I do, yeah. I know that there's a limit to what we can know. You know, I'm a yeah. psychic medium. There's just, but I know that there is a limit to what I, as a human, can know and will be mm -hmm. given information about. Yeah. Um, how does that sit with you? Do you what the fact that you're a psychic, or no, or the fact that you're getting information? <laughs> I don't care what you think. No. <laughs> like great. No, I wish I had that ability. Sure. <laughs> the fact that I don't, but I wish I did. <laughs> the fact that there's. Um, there is a limit that we are not meant to know everything. Oh. Can you accept that? Do you like, I mean, is that okay the, for you? No, I, no, I, I think it's great because it actually aligns with my, with the, with the, uh, everything I documented very well. Because uh, a lot of people, when I say the meaning of life is growth, the biggest pushback I'll get is no, 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 I mean, what's the final point? And I usually make this joke. There's this video game called Civilization where you build a space shuttle and fly to Alpha Centauri. And then when you get there, the credits start rolling. And so I always joke, oh, yeah, the point of life is to build a spaceship and then fly to Alpha Centauri and then you win. Because the reason why I joke about that is because no matter what you say, no matter yeah. what it is you say that the meaning of life is the goal, the goal of life is someone will say, and then what? Yeah. 
of and course. the beauty of growth of being the meaning is that answers all the questions because growth is is eternal growth is never ending growth continues mm -hmm. forever so there is no end so there is no and then what because and then you grow again and then what and then you grow more and then you grow more and grow more so the idea that you are not meant to know everything I actually sits very well with me because mm -hmm. growth is limitless. So there's always something new to learn. There's always something yeah. new to know. Yeah. There's always something new to explore. It will yeah. never end, period. Okay. And even Let if you me, believe me... in spirituality, it would never end even beyond now. That brings me to the question of um, the topic that you mentioned about commonalities in belief systems. Yeah. And what angle do you take uh, to talk about that. What is your perspective or what have you sought, found in your research on that? Yeah, I mean, my my personal belief based on the professional uh, research I've done is that uh, all belief systems have to address the eight things that I wrote. That, sorry, in, have, the they have to address, I didn't hear you. They have to address the eight uh, concepts I wrote in the book. They have to, because they're what make your life have purpose. So if you have a belief system, even if it's, whether it's atheism or Catholicism or whatever, you have to, you have to have an opinion on these eight things okay. because oh. they are. So like, for example, belief, right? So uh, you have to address beliefs, right? So Wait, you, you list science, law of attraction, religion, spirituality, right? Yeah. Uh, what is the yeah. commonality between the law of law of attraction and um, science? Yeah, it's, it's the eight things. So like, for example, if you want to succeed in life, an atheist would tell you, well, you have to want a goal badly enough, and then you have to believe in your ability to attain it, and then you have to go after it, right? That's what mm -hmm. they would say. If you talk yeah. to a law of attraction person, they would say the exact same thing with one minor difference. They would say, you have to want something badly enough, you have to believe you can have it. And then you don't have to do anything. The universe will bring it to you, but you need to take inspired actions. So you only need to take action when it feels right to you, when you feel the impulse to do it. You don't just have to go and push. Whereas an atheist would say, well, you got to work through all the pain and, and all that, all the, all the adversity mm -hmm. and, and push through it. And the law of attraction person would say, no, actually, you don't have to do any of that. When, it is, when you're inspired to do it, it won't be any effort. You'll just what about it, science? It'll be great. What about science? Um, well, science would say the growth of mean life. It's literally in the definite scientific definition of life. So they would say that uh, that you're supposed to um, grow, reproduce, and then you you, you uh, carry on your genes, and then you die, mm -hmm. and then your your genes carry on. And so they would say the same okay. thing, and they would say that you have biological drives to sustain your life. That's the desire. And then you have an understanding of the world that mm -hmm. protects yourself, which is belief. So okay. it, they literally have the same concepts. Mm -hmm. The most interesting one though is ethics, right? Because yeah. Ethics are the hottest topic, uh, it, even today, right now, with all the uh, in the U.S. with all of the uh, rulings on the in the court rulings. Um, all politics is is applied ethics, and so uh, now here's the thing: most people have the same ethics, so it's weird how how everyone uh, argues over some of these hot topics. But here's the thing: it's not that some people are ethical and others are not. That's what that's what uh, political parties want to frame yeah. it as: we're good and they're evil, right? That's what they want to say. But the truth of the matter is the real conflict in ethics is a difference in prioritization of ethics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like, and, and, the, and that, that conflict, the never ending conflict in politics, it's very simple, very simple uh, conflict. I should be able to do whatever I want, AKA individual freedom and liberty, right? And you can't do whatever you want because it might uh, cause harm or the more recent one is yes. it might inhibit the overall right. well-being of, mm -hmm. of others. 
Um, and they're taking that really to extreme today where it's like, well, even if you say something that might hurt someone's feelings and that's harm and so you shouldn't do it, right? So right. they're going really far on that. Uh -huh. um, but those are the two things. Everything is individual liberty, uh, public safety or well-being, right? And that's the conflict. And so when you have a, a conflict of ethics, it's not, uh, uh, oh, I believe that I you should be able to kill millions of people and other people say i don't and therefore you're evil and i'm not like it's not it's not like that it's always like like take the the most uh, the hot topic of abortion it's you know it's i should be able to do whatever i want with my body yeah. but there's another body there inside that uh, doesn't it have a right to live and the answer is uh well those are two conflicting then there's a supreme ethics. court body <laughs> then yeah. there's the yeah. supreme court body that, that yeah rules. so, so yeah. So the group has to decide, well, which ethics takes precedence. Okay. And some people say, well, if there's once there's another living organism involved, you can't hurt it now because it has rights. And then the other one says, okay. well, but it's my body, so you can't do anything. Uh, you can't stop me from doing whatever I want with my body. And look, I'm not here to, I'm not going to answer the question today because I don't okay. want to bias okay. anyone, but I'm just saying well, that that's the conflict sure. of the ethical prioritization hey, look, not I, good I, versus evil. After hearing everything that you've yeah. said, and after knowing a little, you know, learning a little bit about you, I see a really yeah. big problem here. Sure. What is it? Well, we've heard the word growth a thousand times. And that, if I have to make a word cloud of what we just said, growth would be big compared to the mm -hmm. other words. And then you have this book, The Meaning of Life. Mm -hmm. And if uh, growth is life, after you write a book called The Meaning of Life, Where's there going to be a next book? What is there's no other topic? What other topic can you choose to grow? <laughs> that, that, that's the problem. You're, you're worried about my ability yes, to write a book. I appreciate that. Because but... it's not in line with what you're saying. You have another book somewhere? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got two books in my brain, but it's going to okay. take a long time. It took me seven years to write the first one. So well, I mean, that's not how long, how long it takes one. to do. <laughs> um, so I got two. One is if someone actually. Um, uh, gave me the idea, and I'm so uh, it feels so dumb, but I'm going to admit it because it's uh, it'd be wrong not to. Uh, so I was just sitting there, and um, we have this uh, this this paper type at at, at my where I work, and um, it's like trying to like be you know uh, uh, different and and kind of for future looking. And they said, Nate, why don't you take what you know from your work and what you wrote in your book and put them together and talk about how to make uh, organizations. Um, uh, feel more meaningful and purposeful. And I'm just like, so make like I, from I, the individual to the, <laughs> of course. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm such an idiot. Like, how did I not think of that? Of um, so I've been working on that recently. I'm writing, uh, I'm basically just taking my, my last book and I'm rewriting Expanding it where I take it, the right. same drivers. So what's and the next say, book? What's the second uh, The next one? one, I have another one. I wrote, wrote an outline for, but I don't know if I, it'll take me years to figure it out. Uh, but try me, <laughs> try me, <laughs> tell yeah, me. It, it'll, it'll be a book on truth. Uh, and truth. so, oh God. yeah, I have a list of, of uh, understanding what truth is and why people okay. care so much and those sorts it's, of things. It's like, um, I, I, I come from an academic world, right? And yeah. one day I went to see this huge, in my field of linguistics, social linguist, and, and I went to see him, he was in Barcelona at the time. And uh, we sat down, he took time away from his, you know, much older and much bigger and much greater than I could ever be. And he took time, mm -hmm. invited me for a drink. We sat, talked for about an hour. And he thought I was coming to see him to get my stuff published. And I didn't know <laughs> that wasn't what I was there for because I, I'm in Italy. So Barcelona's a hop, skip and a jump from Italy, you know, an hour and a half flight. I said, no, I've gotten, I have plenty of places that, that publish my stuff. Mm -hmm. I was just wondering. And I said, 
a meaningful, I mean, how, how meaningful are some of the things that we do write? And he, you know, has his own uh, journal, academic journal. And he said, look, if you want something meaningful, he said, write about logic. That'll take you into your next life. <laughs> like you just said truth. And it reminded me of that talk that I had with this professor, this older professor. He said, logic, you could go on and on <laughs> because truth is never ending. So you've got yourself hand, your hands full with that one. Yeah, but I have a great outline. I'm really excited about it. I, just, I have to go. I just have to I go to do all the research and everything. I didn't doubt that. Um, but like I break down truth to, to the different components because I'll give you an example. Um, so uh, what is truth? And, and so there are, are two, speaking of ethics and competing political parties on all this, I mean, there are these two definitions of truth that people are using. There's the, the truth, which is some sort of absolute objective reality. And then there's your truth, which is the becoming more popular. That's like, well, you know, I don't have your lived experience, so I don't know what your truth is, right? Yeah. And it's like, well, which one's correct? It's like, well, they're, they're both correct because- yeah. um, there are well, different definitions of reality. One is one is physics, physical reality, which is objective. That's the one definition. And the other ones, well, you know how you said you, they live in their own reality. Like, yeah, re I know. We could argue about this. Nate, world. We can argue so about this. Right. If I don't yeah. see the tree falls that falls in a, in a forest, yeah. or I don't hear it, it doesn't fall. That's the truth, you know. And who knows? Who tells me, you know, so for me, truth is always subjective, but I don't want to open up a, a, an argument here. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you were just asking me about like, how, how would you? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I like that, this. So. I like this idea of truth. You, it's going to take a long time to get that around, wrap your head around that one, I think. But that's great. Yeah. I was, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're growing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's always something else to do. Um, yeah, there's, sure. That's the thing. And people think that like, once you're done, you're done. And it's like that, that you always move on to something else. I always say, you know, when Peyton Manning or, or soon to be uh, Tom Brady, when they retire from football, the greatest you know, quarterbacks ever. And uh, they don't just like go, okay, well, it's time to take you back, back in the back of the shed and, you know, <laughs> and kill me now. It's like, I'm done. Uh, no, you know, uh, uh, Peyton Manning's a pitch man. Uh, uh, Tom Brady's going to go be a color commentator or a, a booth, booth person. Uh, he's getting paid $350 million to do that. In fact, getting paid more to do that than he ever did playing football in his career. So like amazing how like, oh, well, once you're done doing the thing you're meant to do or whatever, like, are you done? It's like, no. Uh, Tom Brady literally uh, made a deal that will make him even wealthier uh, from that than he yeah. ever did playing, even though he was the, he's considered to be the greatest quarterback ever. I'll so this it's amazing. It, I um, recently started studying Portuguese because I love the language. I, 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 it's just particular, right? And of course, I recently took up piano again because I'm, you know, mm -hmm. used to study piano. And I found a Portuguese vocalist who I yeah. love. And I found the sheet music. And so he, I'm here belting out Portuguese <laughs> with my piano. <laughs> and boy, but I'm not growing that fast. <laughs> but boy, yeah. am I having fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hey, I thank mean, you so much for taking the time to come and uh, chat with me um, and for our listeners in multiple voices. I really appreciate it. Good luck to you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>